Hello there, Mr. Claywell. It has been a minute. Good evening, Mr. Ham. How are you doing on this wonderful, wonderful Friday? Dude, I am great. It's a little cloudy outside, but dude, that has nothing to do with anything other than just like we needed some rain and we're finally getting it because it was like dry, powder keg dry out there. I'm good. I mean, Heck like yeah. really good. Heck yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I know it's been a while. Uh, just so anybody out there that's curious, you know, we're both fully grown people. We have both have our own families. Uh, you had a trip. You yeah. had a vacation. You had a trip. We've had we, so many things. You have you've your your poor puppy has been under the weather, right? I got COVID. Yes, I finally got COVID. Yeah. Welcome uh, to the club. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I had a friend say, a friend, uh, another friend of mine told me I won the pool. Yep, yeah. You, your your lottery number finally got <laughs> well, got pulled. So. Well, no, he said I was the last one. <laughs> oh. he's like you're the last person I know that didn't have it. So he's like you, Honestly, you won. <laughs> you really are. I have I don't know anyone that hasn't had it other than so, you. So yeah, yeah. Well, I've had it now. So. Wow. I finally got my COVID. Uh, it was mild. That's good. The uh, the really the only symptom I had was a pretty n- nagging cough, yeah. and it kept me awake. Yeah, like I just I would try to sleep and cough, cough, wake up. Oh, that exhaust you right there. Yeah, I just couldn't sleep. So uh, yeah. that and that was really it. Like my throat was a little irritated from all the coughing. Right. Not really. No fever. No aches. No. Just Dude, that is no loss awesome. of taste or smell. Nothing like that. Just just coughing. Uh, but we got over that. Good. Uh, I, I'll let you talk about your stuff if, if you, know, if you go want. Right ahead, but, go right ahead. Uh, we went to NASA in Huntsville, the Space and Rocket Dude, Center. I would love to take that trip. It's it's really fun. It's not bad. It's only about four hours. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not a bad drive. Uh, we stayed at a hotel down down there, close. Yeah. And uh, about four hour drive down, got to spend about half the day at the Space and Rocket Center. Dude, that's cool. Uh, tickets get you in. You can walk around, do all the stuff you want. Everything in there is extra. Yeah. Like, like they have the, uh, I didn't do it. I kind of wanted to, but I was also afraid that I would puke everywhere. <laughs> but they had the little, uh, the little three ring gyro oh bubble. yes like where you spin randomly in different yeah. Dir- yes. yes yeah like yeah. they strap you to a thing in the middle and just spin you around yes and you just flip in every direction random <laughs> I, I, and i was like how oh, that looks kind of cool and and Re- rebecca was like do it do it do it do it and i was like I, i'm afraid i'll puke everywhere yeah like because yes. you just you have no control it's None. like you just whatsoever flip and spin and i know it's supposed to kind of simulate zero g Sort of. Dude, I would be <clears throat> hurling everywhere. I, yeah. I'm great with, like, give me, like, straight line stuff. Like, roller coasters, yeah. I can do. Right. No yeah. problem whatsoever. Because yeah. it's it's forward momentum. Right. Even if there is some Gs and things like that. But when you start spinning me, that centrifugal force, that gets me. See, that doesn't bother me either. Like, I can do the Gravitron, carousel. See, I can't do those. That. Like, it doesn't, like don't, those don't bother me either. I was just afraid with the random... Yeah, trajectory or trajectories. <laughs> like it would just mess my head up, and I yeah. would just. Bleh. Uh, so I didn't want to do that, but uh, we went to the Opryland uh, Mall. Yeah, that's big, a big, big thing. Mall. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. The kids enjoyed that. I, I had a good time down there. Got some stuff. Uh, I got some hippy dippy stuff. I almost brought with me, but I didn't. Hippy dippy stuff. Uh, so there, I, I I think I've seen one in Lexington, maybe, but there's a store called Earthbound. Okay. Yeah. And they do a lot of natural fibers. Yes, and they do like bamboo stuff <laughs> and hemp stuff and yeah, things like hemp, yes. natural cotton. Yeah, just you know, hippy dippy stuff. Okay, yeah. not tie dyed, but like you know. Okay, very cool. Earth, yeah, stuff, sustainable and, stuff. Well, 
it's expensive. It's yeah, but very expensive. Anything actually, sustainable well, like that seems like actually, it's expensive. I was really surprised. So you know those big, thick, like uh, I, I, when I see them, I think of like Andes Mountain, <clears throat> like Patagonia. Oh, like the big coats. Like, well, they're not. It's it's like a pullover, it's like a parka or something. Well, it's like a pullover. Like a, oh a, yeah 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 but they're yeah. like real th- real thick woven yeah with like a hood like a hoodie kind of a thing but they're like this real thick fabric and real heavy uh, I got one of those yeah and it was they, they were like thirty bucks oh now that's not bad at all yeah 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 that's not bad and at all I got some prayer beads yeah just because I thought they were really cool and I've been you know not studiously but I have been practicing the mindfulness. Breathing, cool. relaxation, right. and it gives you something to do with your hands, right? Like you, because you, you, you slide them, right? Yeah, like you double them over and then kind of make like a Mobius strip out of it, yep. and you kind of pop one bead through at a time. Yeah, and you just keep going and going and going. That's, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I got some of those. They were pretty cheap. I think they were like ten, twelve dollars for the, and they're lava, like uh, whatever that igneous rock. Yeah, but they've been smoothed, so they're they're not rough. That is very uh, cool. Yeah. So, you know, some little stuff like that. And then um, I know it's been so long. I'm trying to blast through everything real fast. Uh, <laughs> I've been streaming on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, that's been for a long time. But we've officially kicked off. And I don't know where I was at last time I was here, if I even talked about it. But we are raising money for Stack Up. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, that's I the shirt I'm this, wearing. I have this first I'm hearing of it. So, okay. Yeah. So the, I'm on, one of my stream teams that I'm on, the part-time Slackers Gaming we are raising money for stackup.org. Okay. It is a 501c non-profitable charity organization. They focus on providing uh, stress relief, mental health assistance, and suicide prevention for our active duty military and veterans. Dude, that is awesome. Through video games. So, okay. like, their primary focus is through gaming. And uh, we've been raising money for them all all year, pretty much. Uh, several people in my community. There's one person that's been above and beyond what yeah. I ever would have thought, uh, and definitely what I expected, uh, but way beyond anything I even imagined. And uh, the the way Stack Up works is they use the money they get to provide services to the people they assist. If you as an individual, like, so I am raising money for Stack Up. I'm on a team, but I'm raising money. Right. So as an individual, they're sending out a crate, which is what they call them. They call them supply crates to a person or group that has requested assistance. And sometimes it'll be like a barracks. Okay. You know, on on a, on a a base. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be something like Walter Reed. Okay. The, you know, or places like that. I don't know that they support Walter Reed, but they don't they don't name specific places that the that but do, those places in general are but the yeah, kind but, of places that. But, but they say like, you know, uh, 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 what's the V VA hospitals? Right. They say like VA hospitals. Yeah. Veterans Affairs stuff. Yeah. yeah. Where, where that they they care for amputees. Yeah. And things like that. They send they send supply crates to those places. They send supply crates to barracks. They send supply crates to direct directly to individuals who have come home and are homebound. 
Okay. You know, they'll send them to their house. Uh, all kinds of things. They, in many, many ways they reach out. But those supply crates contain a variety of video game consoles, okay. games, and accessories, headsets. One of the big things that they push is social interaction. So every supply crate will have a headset, a mic, some way to talk to other people so that... So that way you get in that community. Right. Yeah. And, and they're not isolated. That is awesome. Because that's a big thing is isolation. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, those you, guys, I, I know a lot of times those guys come back with, like, especially with like PTSD and things right. like that. They will shut themselves into a building, you know, yeah. aluminum foil the windows and, I mean, just basically hunker down like they are still in battle. And yeah. being yeah. able to reach out through gaming, a gaming community where you're talking to someone, even though they're not physically there. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And it, that's and powerful. So, they do all kinds of other stuff, but if you as an individual raise a thousand dollars, yeah, they will send one of those supply crates and it'll have a letter inside of it that says this supply crate was sent to you from username blah blah Playwell. blah. Yeah. So my my community we have raised one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars so far. Nice. That so is we awesome. Have, oh, I'm getting choked up still. Uh, <laughs> we have a crate going out from and I and I called our liaison, uh, Perky Daisy. Everybody goes by handles. Nobody uses right. their names. Uh, so Perky Daisy is our uh, creator liaison. Like yeah. She's the one that works with us to make sure that we're getting what we need so that we can raise the money and. Uh, I made sure to talk to her and the one coming out from, from our community doesn't say this crate was sponsored by Claywell. Yeah. It says this crate was sponsored by the the community of Claywell. Oh, nice. So <clears throat> that way everybody's involved. Right. Excellent. Cause, Cause I Excellent. didn't do anything like the, everybody that was out there supporting is they're the ones that actually what made it happen. Exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> That's awesome, so, dude. Yeah. So I, I was really like, I expected to raise maybe $200 by the end of the year. And you've already over a thousand and we're already over a thousand. And that dude, that is awesome. Yeah. Now I know you and I were talking on the phone a couple of weeks ago. Is this the same one that you were talking about where you were doing the warhead thing? Okay. So I remember we talked about that and you were talking about eating a warhead after every $5 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you ate a lot. Are you still uh, well, eating them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I've got a hundred. I'm, I'm just now barely under half. So wow. I've got 120 left to go. Oh my God. Yeah. I, uh, the total was 250. For, for so the, have you acquired a taste for them yet? No, they're still awful. <laughs> I hate them. I absolutely hate them. I despise them. They're disgusting. Um, oh, goodness. Like the other night I was opening the wrapper for one and my mouth just started watering so hard. I choked. I was going to say, was it that involuntary gag reflex? Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, oh. No, like my mouth was watering so much. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like I literally just choked on spit. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's, it's terrible. But yeah. So for every $5 this donated, uh, a minimum of a five dollar donation gets you entered in for uh, five dollars, or multiples of five dollars get you a ticket. Right. Uh, every twenty five dollars, we take the previous five tickets, put those names, draw, and you get a game. 
<laughs> you get a, a, a Steam game. You're all choked up about getting games. Oh, my then. goodness. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. So That's get, awesome. You get a Steam game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you donate a $10 or multiples of $10, you get a ticket. You, so if you donate $10, you get two tickets for the game giveaway, and you get one ticket for a painting. Okay, cool. Every $100, we're giving away a painting, an original on-canvas acrylic painting. Nice. Uh, my wife, Rebecca, is is painting those. Yeah. Uh, we've already had several games and paintings claimed and sent out. Very cool. Yeah. And so, and the other incentive was every $5 total raised i would eat a warhead i i ixed that one that one's gone that one's gone i'm now, not huh? doing that anymore <laughs> dude i can feel the pits developing in my teeth dude i don't doubt it a bit like i mean that is straight like like acid yeah so when we hit the thousand dollars <laughs> i was i did six warheads yeah. simultaneously <clears throat> and wow my i i couldn't taste anything for about 14 hours after that i can imagine <clears throat> Yeah. That's that's intense. It was, yeah, it was bad. Um, but anyway, yep. So and that's the shirt I'm wearing. Yeah, stack up support stack up. all veterans. That's very cool. <clears throat> yeah, dude. That yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Um, you yeah, obviously you're doing a whole lot more with your stuff than I've been. I, all I've done is worked. It seems like. Well, I've been doing a lot of that too. <laughs> But I prefer to focus on the creative aspects. That's where I have fun. <laughs> so we, you know, we, it's been it's been a few weeks. Since we've sat down behind the mics, um, I think our last episode was when we had Mr. Helton in the studio with us. We were talking about uh, tabletop gaming and role playing. Dungeons and Dragons movie was just about to come out. Um, went and saw that. Good film. Good film. Um, was a fun film to watch. Um, not necessarily something that I had to sit down and really think a whole lot about, but there were a lot of Easter eggs and fun things for people that, yes. that played D but it was still like, so my, like my wife and my, my little girl loved the movie and you know, my kid doesn't know anything about Dungeons and Dragons. She just knew that it was an awesome story and it was a lot of fun to watch. Well, She didn't know she should be upset because a druid cannot, Wild shape into an owlbear. Yeah, I know. But you know what? The first first thing that I always say in, in that is house rules trump everything in the books. So <laughs> and, 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 and they, they made their own house rules on yes. that one. But anyway, it was it was a fun movie to watch. Yes. Um, so, yeah, that was the last time that we sat down behind the mics since then. Yeah. OK, so and, school has ended and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah. So you got to see it as well, right? Yeah. Hugh Grant. Yeah. I've got Paramount. So. Oh, yeah. 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 But Hugh Grant stole that movie. Yeah. It was really good. He was awesome. He was great. Anyway. Okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. So school ended. Um, Got through all of the testing the last couple of weeks there, of course, you know, it's just kind of crazy because there's field trips and there's this and that and everything going on. Um, actually went over to Wolf Creek Dam and I had been like over there, like we used to ride the motorcycles over there. Yeah. Um, we'd stop and get the ice cream at the little shop and stuff. But I had never like done the tour over there. And I actually got to go through and see the, like all of the internal workings of the dam, like where they're oh, doing so the, the dam, electrical not, stuff. Not the fish hatchery. We done both. Oh, okay, okay. So like the first half of the the the, first, the morning tour was the dam itself and getting to see how the all of that works, and dude, it's phenomenal. The whole thing, of course, built in the late '40s, early '50s, so it looks like something straight out of a James Bond film. Like, 
I expected Dr. Evil to pop out at any point and start talking about, you know, sharks with freaking lasers on their heads or something, because <laughs> it all looks like that stuff, like the big dials and, and gauges and stuff with the little needles that are bouncing. Because like it was rose. built in the 50s. It, I know. I mean, it was, but it's, it's, it's flipping phenomenal. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So then after that, we went over to the hatchery and, 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 um, they they show a little video about the different types of fish that they they work with and of course they only deal with trout over there that's all they do yeah, yeah. um and so they showed the video then we we actually had this like hands-on little thing where they the uh, one of the the um the rangers there got a snake and they were like all right we will tell you about some of the venomous snakes that you might find in kentucky because it because they the, the little nature center has everything in it it has not just the fish but it has you know turtles and 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 skunks and i mean just all kinds of stuff and they had a couple of snakes there and they were talking about you know because summer's getting ready to come up know the difference between you know venomous versus non-venomous and you know all this so um talked about that and then we actually went out and, and saw where they were um hatching the fish from the eggs and then they they would start as the little bitty things and they go you know they grow and then outside where you, you can actually see what they call the raceways where the big things are that was cool because we got to go out and feed fish at that point it was pretty flipping phenomenal. And I mean, seeing some of these trout that were monsters, I mean, we're talking like two foot. They're huge. Oh, wow. um, I thought they like, released them before they got that well, big. They've got one tank that's just for display. So oh, they just okay. keep some, okay. you know, there. Um, but I mean, the whole outfit, like literally the, the, the power grid could completely go down and all the hatchery would still be going because everything is gravity fed from the lake. So yeah. all of the water pressure and stuff like that, keeping the water flowing and, you know, trout need that cold running water that would just keep going. So it's pretty awesome that it's like self-sustaining. Nice. Yeah. So that was a pretty cool little thing to see. Um, then I was approached at the end of the year by administration to and they, they asked if I would switch grade levels again. <laughs> But it's awesome. So I've, I've, I have been teaching third grade math and social studies. Right. Um, so I, next year we'll be teaching fourth grade social studies and writing. So I get to go back to social studies being the core of what I do and then, um, you know, doing the writing as well. So that's I'm super, super stoked about moving to that. So because I love social studies, I love history. So. so to put it in math terms, would you say that writing greater than math? Um, I would say definitely writing greater than <laughs> math. <laughs> I enjoyed the math, but it was uh, I was felt like I was learning every day because I yeah. was learning with the kids, right. you know, pretty much. So, um, so yeah, I've done all of that. Um, then of course, as soon as school let out, it was pools. That's what I've been doing. I've been opening uh -huh. pools, maintaining pools. Um, actually had one bust. Um, there was a pool that I had worked on last year when we put water back, brought it back up to level. I mean, we knew that there was a spot that was very, very questionable. There was a rust spot and it it burst. Like I was there that morning about nine o'clock at three o'clock that evening. I was sent pictures of the what used to be a pool um, it moved their deck about four inches whenever it busted. 15,000 gallons of water going at one time. Oof. Yeah. It was massive. It it, it bent like the steel uprights on the pool. Oh, yeah. It buckled 
them, like turned them into horseshoes. It was crazy Jeez. the amount of force behind that. So anyway, <clears throat> they knew, they now have a brand new pool. They had, had people come in and put in a new pool, so everything's good to go there. Um, so I've been doing all of that. Uh, went and seen Dead & Company last week um, nice. in Cincinnati, Riverbend. Took the wife and the kid. We went up there for just the night. Um Got rained on, Ugh. but we took ponchos, so we were we we stayed dry. Um, it was just everybody around us was soaking wet, and you get a bunch of wet hippies, and you know how that is. <laughs> Smell so, like wet dog. Uh, kind of, uh, <laughs> probably the first time some of them had seen water in 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 a, a while. So, um, but the show was awesome. Um, we, I, you know, like I said, we got to hang out there. We got great parking, like literally. Oh, nice. Yeah, like we were in lot A, front row. So we, I like you literally walk out, walk across um, the VIP lot, which was very, very small. And our our vehicle was sitting like right there. So we were we like we were at our hotel by the t- like within just a few minutes after the show was over. So oh, it was awesome. really, really good. Um so anyway, got to see that, um, hang out there at Riverbend for a while, and then I've got this upcoming week, I'm heading to Colorado for the three shows out there at uh, Boulder. So, yeah, a lot going on. Uh, me and the kid have spent, like, every um, every free moment, it seems like, at the water park over here. Um, Summer Splash, We bought. I've got season passes for, for her and I, she and I. and. Nice. Uh, so we've been going over there and just kind of hanging out while everybody else is at work. So it's been that, nice. That be fun. We had season passes a couple of years and uh, eh. eh. Well, the the younger daughter won't yeah. go anywhere near the part in the middle. Oh, with the with the big bucket and all. Yeah, yeah. N- not none of that because of she, that bucket. <clears throat> yes, she also won't ride any of the slides. Hmm. And then I got on one of the slides and had to like inchworm my way entire the way down because no water. It's I don't, I don't know. It just it wouldn't. I mean, there was water, but I would just go like, Ee. oh, that's not Ee. cool. Ee. I was like, well, this mine, is fun. My kid is all about all of that. She doesn't like the big bucket thing much because she doesn't like the big splash, but she times it between splashes. So she she knows that when it goes, she's she can hit the slides that's up there around that like twice before it does it again. So she'll go hit a slide real quick, run back around, get the slide again, and then she stands back and watches. And the bucket goes again, and then she does it again. (laughs) Nice. That and then like a bunch of the kids from her class, you know, they have must have season passes there as well. A few of the kids that I had last year. I think everybody around here does. Just about. Seems like they do because I mean I've seen so many of the kids from school and then. Of course, she has friends from school there. Like every seems like every time we go. So I tell you, the the most fun I had was when we did the Dollywood season passes, man. Oh yeah. Now I love. The, we only got to go a couple of times though, because we ours hit right around COVID. So I want to say well, we, I bought, we ours, bought ours and and then COVID hit, and we only got to use them like once or twice. So. I canceled ours that year. Did you? Yeah, I refunded them. Yeah, they, they let me refund them because I was like, man. Y'all are closed. Like I'm. That's not right. Yeah. And they were like, oh, "Okay, we'll refund them." I think uh, the reason that they didn't let us is because we had already been. We'd oh, already used yeah, our. Passes. We hadn't used them yet. So, so yeah. I mean, uh, but you know, it, but the water coasters they have down there. Oh, that I would be love. fun. Oh, you haven't ridden them. I've not been. I, I haven't been to their water park since we went like ten years ago, fifteen years ago. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they got like these little. 
inflatables that you sit in. You do like four people in, in, in one. Yeah. Up to four people in one. And it'll like. You're like jets uh, you, doesn't it? Well, the, the big hill, you're on like a rubber conveyor belt. Right. To get up the big hill at the first. But yeah, after that, anytime you got to go up, it just shoots water jets behind you and like pushes you up with the water jets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dude, they are so fun. I'm going to have really to go fun. down there and try that out. That sounds awesome. The, and there's a few of them. <laughs> that, but yeah, they're really, really fun. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. I, I, I enjoy it. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much what life has been handing out to to at least to on on my end. And it sounds like your end is pretty awesome though. That whole stack up thing is awesome, dude. It's been, I mean, it's been a lot of fun. I, mm. I, yeah, it's I've been humbled and I've been on the verge of tears. Uh, I just you know I'm so grateful to everything you know. I've, and uh, I'm growing. My community is growing. I'm getting more people all the time hanging out and. Right? It's, it's just it's humbling. That's to, awesome, dude. To experience, like I never, I do it for fun. <laughs> so it's, you know, very. Some cool. people do it to try to make money. I, I mean, it's it's nice that you can make a little extra money. I'm not gonna lie, right? But I do it just to hang out and have fun. And to me, like there's three or four people that show up pretty much every time I stream. Doesn't matter what game I'm playing, they'll hang out. They'll talk to me, dude. That's awesome, and that's what's fun. When, when you're interacting with people like that, that's the fun part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is very yeah. cool. So, yeah, we've we've got all of this stuff that's happened with, like, Stack Up and all of that. And then we've got this craziness that's happening, I think. You and I were talking a little bit beforehand about social media and all of this kind of stuff that's happening that's crazy. So tell me about, okay, what is going on with Twitch specifically? Because okay. since you yeah. are doing this Stack Up thing... I mean, obviously, I mean, we were talking a little bit about it, but I'm kind of in the dark. I have worked my tail off the last few weeks, so right. I am out of the loop <laughs> on everything, completely unplugged. Okay, so from my perspective, is it, it, it just kind of seems like the entire internet, social media landscape is just rapidly deteriorating. So, so a major, we'll, we'll major earthquake on that landscape, huh? <laughs> on the entire landscape. Yeah, not not just Twitch. And, and, and I'll name off every, all of it in, in a second. But we'll start with Twitch because that's the nearest and dearest to me because it impacts me directly. Routinely, directly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Twitch has recently made some policy changes to their contracts that they use for uh, affiliates and their partners. Okay. And, that's, and you did make affiliate. Correct. Yes, I'm yeah. an affiliate, uh, and and that's Twitch's terminology that they use. Uh, so you can stream on Twitch and be nothing. You're just a streamer, right? Uh, if you have proven that you can gather an audience, which is basically what they're looking for, can you make us money, right? So if you can gather an audience of a moderate, and I will, I won't even say moderate, of a meek size, right? Uh, you can become an affiliate. You said it was like twenty or twenty-five or something like that. You have to have a you have to have seventy-five followers, but you have to average three viewers for the length of your streams. Okay. Okay. So you know, three viewers is not that's big. not huge, but that's, that's huge. I mean, but uh, yeah. it's a if, if but if you can prove that you can reliably gather at a, least a few an audience, yeah, they, they they will put you into affiliate status, and then once you're an affiliate, people can subscribe to your channel, which that means they can directly contribute to you financially. Okay. Uh, you get some extra perks. Like I can, I have emotes that my chat can use that, that are right. my emotes. 
that's for my community. Uh, you have to pay me to get those emotes. Like okay. you have to subscribe to my channel. That's how you, um, that's how you get those emotes. Uh, and you get some other stuff, but that's basically how you start getting money from streaming. Okay. Then they have their partners, which is people that can do up to 75 average viewers. There's okay. other, there's other requirements as well. Like you have, like a, a partner has to stream more hours every month and more days every month. Uh, an affiliate doesn't have to stream very often or very long, okay. but a partner has to have 75 average viewers and more time and more days. Basically so, de- dedicating a little more time and, and a larger right. audience I, I, to I, them. Yeah. Pretty much. If you're a partner, this is your job, right? Like this is what you do for a living. Um, okay. So, I, I mean, like I personally know streamers that have 300 subscribers that yeah. only average like 30 viewers. Okay, that so, makes sense. Some you know, people go, "Ooh, I like this guy." Click subscribe, but not well. Necess- now, subscribe not, is not like YouTube. Not, subscribe is give money. Okay, so not subscribe. So I like this guy. So I like I like but, their channel or whatever. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like they have 300 people that pay them every month, but they still only average like 30 views. Okay. So I mean, you see what I'm saying? Like there's there there can be a pretty big discrepancy between how many people pay you versus what your average watch hours is okay right so if you're getting 75 viewers you got to figure you're probably getting somewhere on the order of about 800 people paying you oh dang yeah you know what i mean so if you're a partner you're that's your job yeah right um so anyway twitch recently just basically said yeah all of our agreements that we've had wad them up throw them away we're redoing the contracts and no you don't get a say so now that's not cool. Uh, well, but what are you going to do? <laughs> I mean, really, exactly. I mean, that's, 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 that's you're the relying pro- on them for the platform. So really, what yeah. can you do? Right? And that's the problem with these platforms. Yeah. The, the the people generating the content have no power. Yeah. Really, to, to speak uh, of. Uh, other than, okay, I'm pulling all of my stuff. And if there are enough people do right. that, then, then you start getting the, okay, there's but a vacuum then, there. But and, then you've lost that. You've lost your income, but they've also lost their income. So. Right. But I, I mean, but I'm just saying you have no power without harming yourself. Exactly. Uh, so that that was what Twitch did. They basically cut the percentages that they were giving to the, the content creators. Uh, OK. And in some cases, fairly significantly. So some of their top earners had a 70, 30 revenue split so okay. that the content creator got 70 percent. And Twitch kept 30. Okay. And now they're given that 70-30 split for the first $100,000. But anything above that is a 50-50 split. Huh. <clears throat> so That's for a the, bigger chunk of the change right there. Yeah. So for their bigger streamers, that's a significant pay cut. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. It's 20% pay, pay cut. <laughs> well, above the 100000 So it's not a full yeah. 20%. But it, yeah, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it is for only for people that make over a hundred thousand dollars. So, I mean, sure, you know, eh, it, but it's, if you're in but six it's a figures, deal. that's, but I mean, still you can live fairly comfortably in six figures. Yes. Uh, but I'm just saying that's, that's a big pay cut to just drop on somebody. That's true. You that know, it's very true. Like no matter where you work, if your employer just comes in and goes, yeah, from now on, everything you make above this, we're keeping 20% more. That's, that's gonna, that would, that would be terrible. Suck, right. So. And then they've also changed the the processes for which they handle bits, which is basically now they're double dipping on bits. I don't bits, know what bits are, but so bits is like fake money. Okay. So if if I go to Amazon, I can buy bits from Amazon, and they cost a little bit more than a penny a piece for okay. me to buy them. 
Okay. But when I use them, they're used as the equivalent of a penny. Okay. So a bit is a penny. But it costs me a little bit more than a penny to buy them. That's how Twitch makes money. Right. Right. Before. That's how they made the money. They charge me a little more. But when I give you a dollar of bits, a hundred bits. That's a buck. You get a dollar paid out to you in your payment. Okay. It's a direct... Because I've already paid, yeah. I've already paid more than a dollar for them when I purchased them. Right. So when I give it to you, it's a flat dollar to you. Twitch doesn't take a cut of that. Right. Because they've already got their cut on the front end. Because they've already taken their cut on the front side. Yes. Now they're saying we're going to start charging a processing fee for bits for the creators as well. So now they're charging the people that buy the bits more than a penny a piece, and they're taking a cut out of what the streamer gets donated. Ah, uh, yeah, I can see where the double dip is there. For so sure. there's a double dip on the bits now that wasn't there before. So, I mean, it's just like greed. And uh, another company, and, and they also recently just said that they're not going to allow gambling on Twitch anymore, period. And right. that was kind of a big revenue stream for a while. And uh, several of the people and uh, the bigger companies that were sponsoring that content on Twitch Basically just said, oh, yeah, well, screw you. We're going to take our gambling ball and we're going to go over here and we're going to make our own hotel. Hmm. You know, like the guy from Eurotrip. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Screw you. I got a nickel. <laughs> right. I started my own hotel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they took their ball and they went over and they started this thing called Kick. Now, not like Kick Messenger. Okay. That's a different thing. This is Kick, like K-I-C-K. Like, like kicking a like ball or kicking. something. Yeah. yeah. And it's basically a direct ripoff of Twitch. Like it's, looks the same and everything. It's a little bit different, but I mean, it has channels, it has categories, it has, you can sort, I mean, it's, it looks pretty much exactly like Twitch. Yeah. Um, and they are offering their content creators a 95, 5% split. See, now that seems a whole lot more lucrative to the content creator, but right. how can some, uh, how can a platform like that operate on just 5% of whatever the revenue, unless they've got some major money coming in? Well, it is backed by, I can't remember if it's like, it's like FanDuel or DraftKings or it's, it's one of those big, of the, big yeah. gambling sites uh, that back it. And their money actually comes from the gambling, not from the streaming. So this but, is basically a service just to put it out there. Almost like they're paying for advertising. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but even at that, I don't know how long they can s sustain that expense. Right. You know what I mean? Like bandwidth costs money. Oh, yeah. And when you're running video, that uses a lot of bandwidth. Yeah. <clears throat> and when you've got a bunch of people jumping out of Twitch to your platform... That's that's a whole lot of data. I, I see. I see very quickly that they were probably going to have to renegotiate those contracts. Yeah, because I I just don't see that being sustainable for them. But that's that's the big deal. Like Twitch is all of a sudden like every company. You know, all though, of these I, companies, I all of these companies. What it boils down to is all of these companies. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but oh, all good. of these companies during COVID had a boom. Oh, yeah, because all everyone is at home and they're all sitting there on their phone or they're right. sitting on the computer doing nothing other than just consuming. Facebook, Amazon. Uh, yeah. All Anything the, every, that wasn't everything. brick and mortar. Actually, Zoom. Yeah. Uh, all these places. Look, like I mean, look. And, and, and now you see all these talking about all these people laying off. Yeah. Right. Facebook laid off 10,000 engineers and then another 15,000 engineers and Microsoft laid off 11,000 right. people. And, and all these layoffs. That's because 
there's no boom anymore. No, no. It's and, actually kind of, re, it, the, it's not, I don't want to say recession, but it is receding some. Right. And so the fastest way to calm Wall Street down, the, no, 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 we're not going to lose any money. Look, 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 we're not going to lose any money. You know how? We're slashing payroll. Yeah. That's the fastest thing you can do. That's the quickest thing, yeah, to take care of overhead. And and so that's what's going on. All of these companies are looking for, you know, they had this huge boom, all of them. Twitch had a huge boom during COVID. Yeah. Like all of these companies did. And now COVID is over. The economy is slumping yeah. a little bit. And all of these companies are struggling to find ways to prove that they are still profitable. And they and, are still profitable. They just may not be as profitable as they were whenever COVID okay, was I, huge. You are correct. I misspoke. They are struggling to find ways to prove that they will be more profitable. Yeah. Re- either remain because, or, beca- or or grow. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because in our, in our capitalistic society, uh, you can't just have profit. No, it has to be a, an upward trend. You have, to have, you have to have perpetual growth in profit. Yeah. You always have to have more money than you made last year. Yeah. And that's, see, that's the thing with, with the capitalist society, especially the one we're, that we live in, is the, the word enough doesn't exi- exist. Right. And that's what infuriates me. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that truly is one of the things that infuriates me. Like, you get these companies that Wall Street just flat out obliterates yep. because they didn't make, not that they weren't profitable, no, they're very they weren't profitable, profitable over what they did last year. But they didn't make more money than yeah. they did the year before. That's see, that's, that's that's broken. Yeah, and then and then Wall Street just destroys the company, tanks its stock value, and it goes out of business. Yep, not because it wasn't profitable, but because it wasn't more profitable. That's what kills me. And so, <laughs> but you see this trend, and it's not just Twitch. Twitch is the one that most directly impacts me in a real way, right? Um, but I mean, you name, I, I mean, it's like social apocalypse out there right now. Right. You name one of these online gathering places for people. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Reddit. Uh, I, I feel like, man, I'm probably forgetting one or two. Oh, but, I mean, there's others out that are out there, but they're all seeing the same thing. Right. I mean, ultimately. they're all just like. A couple of them are just straight up dumpster fires at the moment. Yeah. And a few of them are smoking and spiraling. Like, yeah. and it's just, it's, it's insane to me, like all of the stuff that's coinciding right now. I mean, I think probably, I think the earliest kind of signs of trouble may have been when the government tried to force the sale of TikTok. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, And now it's getting more amped. So now there are actually states that have tried that That are in the process of trying to ban. Yes. Yes. And some of them have already passed the legislation, but now it's being challenged because they're saying it's unconstitutional for the government to tell them what they can, you know, the government can't tell me what I can say or not say. Well, that, that, that's that, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) is the first amendment. (laughs) Yeah, the government telling you that you can't say something on TikTok, that is the First Amendment. What is not the First Amendment is Walmart telling you that you have to put on pants or leave the store. That has nothing to do with the First Amendment because Walmart is not the government of the United States. Walmart can tell you you have to wear a suit and tie or get out of their store if they want to. That's their prerogative. That is their property. That is a private facility 
They can do whatever they like, and they can make whatever asinine rules they choose for anybody to come in that building. Right. Sorry. Rant over about the First Amendment. It's okay. It just, it like, the number of people that I see being like, my First Amendment rights, Walmart says that I had to put on underwear and pants to come in there. Yeah. That has nothing to do with your First Amendment rights. Nope. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like all these places, and I think TikTok was the first one that kind of signaled that there was something coming. Um, I know, I know. Even before that, Facebook had the whole 2016 election. Yeah, did they interfere with the election? Did they not interfere with the election? I'm not choosing sides. I'm just saying that was a big question, right? Uh, I know what I believe. I want, so I want to say probably at that point, that's when we started seeing cracks in the mirror, um, because. Like you say, that was the first real. That's the first time they that we stopped and we we really they really questioned how much influence does this have over a general population, and what narrative can we spin, and what what can we push forward? And like you say, with the whole banning of TikTok type thing, that's that's it's it's all a control measure. Um, and I'm not saying that because right. like. I'm saying that that's they want to make sure. And I, I know that the, the logic on one side is, yes, it's a Chinese owned company and they're thinking, OK, we could possibly be, you know, having data that's being mined from us like crazy. But the thing is, is it's happening already. I mean, it's it's done. It's there. OK, here's my here is my problem with that argument. That the Chinese might be mining our data from TikTok. But, but the thing is, is we have literally handed our data over it, but through Google and Facebook. And Facebook has already mined our data and been caught doing it. Was it you You and I on this, yes. this show? Were we not yeah. talking about the whole GeoCities thing where it was pinging people where their location was? So that way, as you're walking through the mall and you come up on like Abercrombie and Fitch, yes. you get the ad for... Yeah. They already are doing that. Right. It's already there. Yes. I mean, but that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> TikTok is this Chinese company that may be mining our data. Okay. Sure. They may be doing it. Facebook has already done it. They have already mined our data. They have already sold it to Cambridge Analytica. Yep. They have already done it. They've been caught doing it. It was illegal and nothing happened to them. No. But yet the government is trying to shut down an app because it might spy on us. Yeah. That's my problem with it. Yeah. Like how about right. go after the company that's actually been caught doing it? Yeah. Like if you're wanting to protect our privacy, how about go after the right one? <laughs> like, okay, okay, let's just scrap social media for just a second. You want to protect our privacy? Why not go after the credit bu credit bureaus? Yeah, absolutely. Well, well look, what happened, look what happened with, with Equifax. Well, I was going to say, either that or how many times, like, I've seen this, this thing where they... Um, like these companies will have like bad debt even, and they'll sell it off to other companies. That's literally selling your data. Even if it is a debt, yeah. they, that's selling your data so that they can possibly mine that back from you. I mean, there's just, it's, oh, it's just, it's all so corrupt from the yeah. top to the bottom. Oh yeah, it totally is. But I mean, you know, but I'm just not like Equifax is yeah. the largest private personal information data breach in the history of the United States. You're right. And the thing is, if you use TikTok, 
you have chosen to go on the App Store or the Google Play Store, find the app, download it, install it, create an account, and interact with the app. Yeah. I don't ever remember going to the App Store and downloading Equifax, or I don't remember going to a bank and signing a deal to negotiate with Equifax, or... I don't remember ever applying for a partnership with Equifax or, you know, I think they just kind of stole all of my data from the start. I don't think I ever agreed to it at any point. (laughs) And then they screwed up and lost it. And then they tried to sell me a credit guard service for their mistake. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go after TikTok because they're evil. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> anyway. So yeah, um Facebook 2016. Right. TikTok just I mean over the last what 2020 and then over the last uh, I going to say 2020 and on because that's yeah. about whenever they that's the, all that started. Um and yeah, we've got some major issues there. Um yeah. And I mean, and those are the light ones. So, right? yeah, you're, I mean, you're right. <laughs> Twi- tw- uh, Twitch and Facebook and TikTok, those are significant issues, but those are the small fry potatoes in this hellscape that is the current <laughs> social media. So let's talk about a couple of the world. behemoths. Okay. Yeah. Which one? Okay. So let's start with Twitter. Okay. Because that one is the, one of the, that is the dumpster fire. That is not, that's, that's not a dumpster fire. That is an entire <laughs> landfill burning. Pretty much. That's that, that's that town in Pennsylvania that's been burning since like 1953. That's, that's the that's, one. That's Twitter that's right it. now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 you know what I keep th- seeing in my mind though, is that big cancerous looking cloud that was over Palestine, Ohio, East Palestine, Ohio, after the train derailment oh, yeah, you know, yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's the smoke that's coming off of Twitter. Yeah. So Elon Musk buys this company. Um, brow. Okay. After, okay. after let's, let's just um, parse that a little bit. I was going to say this is okay. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Okay. So he did. And uh, finally it took a acquire, while, but initially he, he was already under sanctions from the sec, the securities and exchange commission, uh, about making tweets that were affecting stock prices. Right. Which, and he was supposed to have had all of his tweets vetted by, uh, uh, What's that weird word? Um, abud, abud, something. Um, I don't know. Mm-mm. It's like a, it's like a, a cop kind of uh, ombudsman. Yeah, I don't know. What all that of is. his, all of his stuff was supposed to be uh, vetted by an ombudsman before he was allowed to post it on Twitter. So basically, obviously, he check never did your that. stuff. Well, before yeah, the, it gets out there, another person was supposed to check it, right? To to make sure that he wasn't doing something that was going to mess up the stock market again. Uh, and you know what? Can, think about this. Think about think about just for a second. Just just take a second mm-hmm. and think about the amount of weight that this person has. Oh yeah, that can affect the stock market with a tweet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's. I mean. That's way too much. That's way too many eggs sitting in one basket. <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't affecting like the Dow. 
Right, but no, he, but he, he was, was affecting stock prices for specific companies, companies he owned. Exactly, but, but tell me how but, that's not against the rules. It is against the rules. That's why he was under sanctions from the SEC. But that, but yeah, I mean that's that's the whole point. Like anybody could do that. Bill Gates could go do that and and influence the Microsoft stock price. Right, but, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he knows better. Than he knows that exactly. So he was already under sanctions. Then he went and broke further SEC regulations by secretly buying up shares of Twitter. Yeah. And once you acquire, and I'm not a guru, okay? I'm not a financial dude. I don't know all the numbers. But there's a a percentage that once you buy a certain percent of stock of a publicly traded company, you have to disclose that you are the person that is buying all of that stock. Right, yeah. He failed to do that. Yeah. He continued to buy stock after exceeding that threshold without notifying anyone. Then he basically shows up at Twitter and says, I own 10% of your company. You have to put me on the board. Yeah. Then he gets in on the board, jokingly tweets out that he'll give them $4.20 or $420. 420 was the number, okay? 5420 or 44. The whole thing was it's Elon, ha, 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 I'm going to make a pot joke. Yeah. Right. So it was like fifty four twenty or forty four twenty or what something four twenty a share. Okay. And he was gonna buy the whole company. Right? <laughs> the thing is at the time the stock of Twitter was only valued at like so if it was forty four twenty, I don't know what the price was, but if it was forty four twenty, the stock was only valued at like thirty seven dollars. Right. So he was offering them five dollars more a share than what it was worth before he started messing with it. Right. So, of so course, that obvi- instantly inflates. Instantly, the stock price goes up because all the investors know that hey, Elon's going to buy it. I'm for, getting ready to buy all this. For $5 a share more than what it's worth yeah. right now. You know? So there he goes again, interfering with the stock market. Yeah. Finally, the acqui- then he tries to back out. No, I was just joking. I didn't want to do it. No, no, no. You guys have too many bots on the platform, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. I don't know. There's so many fake accounts. Right. There's blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. I remember all that. And the court says, no, 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 no. You're doing it. Yeah, you you so, bit this apple. You're going to have to chew on it now. Yeah, so he winds up having to buy the company for $44 billion with a B dollars. The current valuation of Twitter by third-party people that do that kind of thing uh, namely the banks that loaned him the money to buy the company, uh, the current estimated value of Twitter is $13 billion. So he's only lost 27, 30, 27 billion? 44 to 13, whatever that is. Yeah, okay. So I don't know the math, but yeah, whatever, the, whatever that math works out to, like 20... Uh, that's 31, s- 31 billion. Yeah. Or 20, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's a uh, bunch. A value. Right. Yeah. And why? Why? What's wrong with Twitter? Well, uh, Twitter has always been, since its creation by Ev Williams, was one of the founders, uh, a strong proponent for free speech. Right. They have also had a history of censoring more violent speech, racism, overt sexism. Not all of it. Like you, right. ha- it has to be pretty bad. Even in the past, it had to be pretty bad to get Twitter to actually remove that content. Okay. Um, but it is at the point now where it is not just allowing speech; they are actively 
uh, censoring people advocating for equal rights, for trans rights, for uh, more equality. Hmm. Like, like they're actively banning journalists who have negative opinions about Twitter or Elon Musk personally. Well, it's his and, company. He can run it into the ground if he wants, right? Well, I'm just here's here here is here is the scary part to me though, right? It's not that they're censoring other people. It's that that not only that they are at the same time actively promoting hate, racism, yeah, uh, sexual. Uh, so it's become harassment. Of, it's become one of these echo chambers that we've talked about before. I mean, it's become Elon using it as a bully pulpit to right. bully whoever he doesn't like. But now I also recall that there was a mass exodus from Twitter whenever he took over and all of the up upheaval about, oh, we're going to have to start charging and blah, 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 all that yeah. kind of stuff. Right. So all of that happened. And I remember there was massive amount of people that left Twitter. I was never like I had a Twitter account, but I never used it. Yeah. Um, so but I do recall that 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 happened. So mm -hmm. the people that are left on that platform. The ones that currently are using it, do they know? I mean, are, is it is it have they actively chosen? Yes, this is what I want. Some of them, yeah. I mean, some people are still there because that's the only place that they have a connection to certain other people, right? So, like, you know, if I don't know you personally, and the only way we ever talk is on Twitter, that's that's my only connection to you, right? So, like, I may keep my Twitter account because that's the only way I have to communicate with you. Uh, and there are people that are that way, but a lot of people, yeah, they know that, okay, sweet. We can bash black people. Now we can, we can start, we can find all the people on here that are trans and start telling them they need to go kill themselves yeah. and that they're an abomination to life and that white supremacy. And yeah. We can, that. we can start promoting white supremacy and because Elon actively, Elon actively shared on his own account Quotes from some Nazi general. Really? Like, like not. Not like a current. No, no. KKK like, member. Like, or I don't mean. I don't mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. We're talking I mean, like, like one of the legit SS troopers. Like, or, like or, Himmler or one of those guys. Like, I mean, it was one of the big Nazis. You know why? Elon, dude, dude. But no, he, but because he agrees with the sentiment. But that's but, the thing. How does someone like that get where they are? He, he's from South Africa. I don't care. He grew up in a. He's white. But he I'm grew, saying, no, no, you're no. asking. He's he didn't get there. That's where he's lived his entire life. He grew up in South Africa during apartheid. He's white. His family is rich. It's not that he's become that person. No, 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 he's no, no, always. No, no. Been I'm not that talking about where does he get mentally. Where he is. How oh. does he get where he... How do people like him get in the position that they're in? You because know? they hide it. I mean, obviously, you would have to. They, because when, when you would, the people yeah. around you eventually are going to go, you know what? This is some BS right here. Yeah. It's, you, so, you would have to keep that in his back pocket until he gets to a point to where... But that's the yeah. thing is, how does someone get to the level that he is up 
you know, well, that's capitalism. The, the, and that's, I, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, I mean, that's, that is it. <laughs> that's it. Oh, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, like it's, that, that makes you, me grip you, my teeth. One person can get to the point where like one, one, there's a threshold. And, Once you and, are in that 1%. Well, it's, it's <laughs> you know, you got, it's, it's a little more than the 1%. Yeah. So the 1% will cover you down to about, uh, I, I, I it's been a while since so I looked at the numbers. It's somewhere around the low hundred million, yeah, net worth. Okay, so now you we are right now talking about Elon Musk, who is in effect worth nearly a trillion. Right. So that's that's not a hundred million. That's not a billion. That's a trillion. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like not even the one percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, that is that is spaceballs ludicrous speed. Right, exactly. So <laughs> but but once you get to that point, who can tell you no? Who I mean can that's, stand up that's to the you? truth. That's and that's just it right there. Is there's when I said too many eggs in that basket, that's what I'm talking about. So you have all of this, this this wealth and this power and all of this mm-hmm. that is concentrated into one little point, one little entity. Yeah. One little guy. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I think is so broke. And I I know I'm sounding like a socialist, but <laughs> we got to reallocate. But I mean, it's that's the that is a broken system. You know, it is. it's in stage. Capitalism is the problem. Capitalism <sighs> itself is not. It, but capitalism requires regulation. It, does. it that, does. I mean, that's just the plain and simple truth. Capitalism to function as in a society requires regulation because if it if it doesn't the rich get richer the poor get poorer and everyone gets screwed in the end right. by that right. less than one percent and, and talking about rich and poor right so we talked about it bought, purchased twitter for 44 billion now worth about 13 billion yeah that's a big loss of profit he's trying to recover that some of the stuff he's doing is trying to generate revenue one of the things he did was he started uh shutting down the apis okay an API is a way that a a third party, usually an app of some kind, can use the data from your resources, mm-hmm. i.e. Twitter, without going directly to your site. Okay, so so effectively <clears throat> so, think of it like this. It's almost like a Google search in yes. that specific set of data. Pretty much, yeah. So you you basically put in criteria or a a prompt and it goes, "Okay, I can find this in this field of data which would be like Twitter." Yeah. And go, "Okay, I'm going to display what I have found now in a organized manner." Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, so that's I mean, so he started shutting down the APIs. Well, a lot of people it, like a lot of people never went to Twitter's website and never used the official Twitter app. They would use uh, TapBots or TweetDeck or the, any number of there's third lots party of other third-party apps. Yeah. Well, Elon basically shut all of those down <clears throat> because those companies sold their products. Right? You had to buy TweetDeck. You had to pay for TapBots. You had to like. These but were they, all, w- these companies were not paying Twitter though, no, they, to use they, that data. They were basically saying this data is out here on the net. It right. doesn't cost anything for anybody else to go on there and look at it. Why should it cost anything for my app to go and look at it? Right. And they so that's what they would do. They would scrape the data out of Twitter, serve it to you in their own wrapper. Yep. Uh, which was often better than what you get from the stock Twitter experience. Right. <clears throat> uh, often had far less ads. It was often more relevant to what you were searching for. Yeah. And the the UI itself was just cleaner and more appealing. Okay. Uh, so Elon killed all that. So now you have to use the Twitter app or the Twitter web page. 
Like okay. you can't use a third party app anymore. <clears throat> I used to use a bot that when I would start streaming on Twitch, I would it would automatically tweet that I was live on Twitch now. Come oh, watch me. Yeah. Can't do that anymore. So that you would is, actually physically have to go to Twitter, go yeah. create a a, yeah. a caption and yeah. go, hey, I am live right now. Yeah. And send it out there. Yes. Like used to, I could just go into my thing, hit start streaming. And, and it automatically did it. The tweet would go out. But now I have to go to Twitter, type it out, hit enter, <clears throat> send the tweet. Seems so like it just, just made it more cumbersome. <laughs> well, yeah. And and it's just, and he's turning the whole site into like a haven for uh, religious zealots and neo-Nazis and fringe, yeah, fringe, and, fringe ideas. Yeah. Like hate groups yeah. and just people that are just out to uh, like go cause harm. Like he, he, he has shown no interest and has done no censoring of that type of content. That's crazy. And he, he often promotes it himself in his own posts. So that's part of Twitter's. So I've, I've actively looked, that's why we switched to Mastodon. Mastodon. Uh, it's a, it's a, replacement for Twitter. Uh, there's a new service that's that's being piloted now called T2. That's not going to be the name of it, but it's some of the people that got fired from Twitter that have gone off to start basically a Twitter clone of what Twitter was before Elon bought it. Right. Uh, it looks promising. There's another one called Blue Sky, which was actually started by Ev Williams, the guy that started Twitter. Oh. Uh, and it uses the same backbone as Mastodon. Okay. But it's funded by Ev Williams from Twitter <clears throat> a long time ago. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so there's some things out there that we may get some relief on the Twitter front. Uh, what What's another one? Um, the other biggest one here lately that's also the biggest fire, uh, in my opinion, would be Reddit. I've been hearing some about it on, on NPR. Like, I've spent so much time in the truck, you know, driving between uh, work sites, job sites. Um I have I have definitely been hearing something about communities shutting down and something. Right. I think it has to do something too with all of this third party app that's pulling data from yes. Reddit, right? Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what their 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 qualm is as well. So yes. So Reddit, if you don't know, is a, a website. All everything on Reddit is created by the users of Reddit. The yeah. company does not generate content. They are simply a platform for users. They, they are just a platform. The users generate all of the content. Uh, each the Reddit is is divided into what's called subreddits. You can think of those as communities. Some example communities are Eli Five, which is explain like I'm five, where if you have a complicated issue that you don't understand, you can post there to say explain like I'm five. What is quantum physics? And somebody that knows a lot about quantum physics will come in and go, uh, you know, uh, if you take a tissue paper and tear it in, and they like explain yeah. it in a way that a child can understand it. That's what that is. You've got our photos. That's a place where people post photos. You've got uh, iPhone. That's people talk about iPhones and apps and trip tricks and tips and how to use your phone better and all this stuff. So, I mean, like, so it, it's I a, think I remember whenever I endless, did Reddit. It's been a while. There was a food one where you they had like you you could like they people were posting pictures of like various plates that they had fixed or oh, or yeah. share like, like recipes oh, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. Uh I ate this 
Yeah. Is one. There was one that had like that one. Uh, where What is that? Um, oh, uh, in Las Vegas, the, 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 um, heart attack burger. That's it. The one, the, the quadruple bypass. That's yeah. the one that they had posted the picture of that. And we're like, I can't believe this actually came out on the plate. Don't know how I'm going to eat this thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, that thing's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but I mean that. So that's that's kind of how Reddit is divided out. And then uh, people can post content, and then anybody else on Reddit can comment on that topic. Yeah, yeah. So Reddit also requires a lot of moderation. A person to come in and you know, if somebody's being racist, somebody has to come in and kick them out. Right. This somebody, is because it is completely user created. Right. It's also means that there are however many people that are on Reddit that yeah. possibly could be cre- putting things on there that are possibly inappropriate. Right. <laughs> yes. So there, there, it has to be moderated by people. Uh, all users, content creators and moderators of Reddit are unpaid volunteers that yeah. do it as a hobby on the side. Because they enjoy Reddit. <clears throat> so uh, recently, and I don't, I'm lo- using that term loosely, but Reddit was acquired by Condé Nast. Uh, it's Condé Nast is a major magazine publisher. Typically, that's what most people know them for. They have some other stuff too, but mostly what people know Condé Nast for is they make magazines. Yeah. Uh, they purchased Reddit and they spun it off into its own property. And they've been trying to go public with it since right before COVID. Okay. Uh, it s- still hasn't happened because finances. Okay. Because Reddit has never been profitable, ever. Well, I mean, if it's all user-created content, the only ad revenue that they possibly could have would be anything that is an ad on there. And Right. Well, I mean, yes. So the, the so, site, they load, they inject ads all over the site. <clears throat> so they do have ad revenue. Okay. But it's never been profitable. Here's the reason why. Third-party apps. Uh, the Reddit website and the Reddit app that they make themselves are both terrible. They're horrible. You cannot navigate them. You can't make sense out of what you're seeing. Nothing works like you think it should. It's it's just a, a pitiful experience to try to use. However, some people, uh, notably, if you've heard anything about Reddit lately, you've probably heard the name Christian Selig. Uh, he, Christian designed an app called Apollo. It's a fantastic app for Apple devices. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, Android and Windows folks. It's not for you. It's only for Apple devices. Uh, But it's a fantastic app, and it actually makes Reddit usable. Okay. And and dare I say, enjoyable. Uh, Okay. It was fun. And and yeah, was. That's the key word there. Uh, So Reddit. So what happens is... You go on Apollo, Apollo pulls all the posts and images and stuff off Reddit and shows them to you in its app. What it does not pull off Reddit is the ads. Ah, so there's no ad revenue coming in from that site. So the site, when Apollo pulls the data from Reddit, Reddit doesn't make any money and they're actually spending money because they have to pay for the bandwidth to send the stuff to Apollo. Okay. So question here, does Apollo have ad revenue that it is generating as well? It can. I'm not saying Apollo does, but it can. Okay. So you can build your app to run ads and then the ad revenue goes to you. Right. Yes. Uh, You can also sell your app and then people pay for your app and they pay you for your app. 
not Reddit. Right. So it is mining data then. Yes. Okay. And, and, and Reddit has a right to protect their profit. You're right. And nobody is arguing that. No. But they've gone to the extreme to make it ridiculous. And here's where you may have heard of Christian Selig. Reddit called him. Christian is the guy that wrote Apollo. He maintains it himself. It's one person that makes this app that's used by millions of people. Okay. Uh, Reddit called him and said, look, you're going to have to start paying us for using our data. And Christian was like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I I make money on this app and you guys are out for the expense for the data and the hosting and all that. So, I mean, I understand you, you can't lose money. Right. So So how much is it going to cost me? What's (laughs) yeah. What's the cost for the API calls to cover? Is it like one, one hundredth of one cent per whatever, blah, 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 blah. No. So now, so now when you say those numbers and I tell you the actual numbers, you're going to be a little shocked. It's 24 cents per 5,000 calls. 24 cents per 5,000. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You think that sounds reasonable, right? Sure. Why not? Yeah. So Christian sat down and did the math up and looked at how many people used Apollo and looked at their usage reports and did a quick back of the napkin mathematics and uh, roughed out that uh, that rate would cost him roughly $20 million a year. Which is un, un, just completely out of the picture. How much? Okay. Right. That's a lot of ad revenue that he needs to come up with. <laughs> well, and, and he himself stated that if he, if, if he charged everybody that downloaded his app $5. Yeah. And if everybody that has his app installed paid the $5, he would still be a dollar a person short. To cover the $20 million. So he has roughly $16 million I, I downloads. Know. Well, no, we'll no, no, no. $5. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You said so that it's if he like needed a, another dollar to cover the, the the cost, that would be... Right, but he, if he charged $5 per user, that would get him to like $17 million. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what yeah. the math is, but but it, yeah, he would be a dollar short, roughly. Oh, so my anyway, goodness. Yeah. So no, 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 sixteen, yeah, because four dollars, yeah, yeah, holy moly! So six, yeah, so he's got sixteen million users. No, no, no. If he charged them five dollars a piece, if he charged them, do twenty divided by five, sixteen. What? Six, six. Sorry, twenty divided by six. Goodness gracious! I'm a math teacher. What am I doing? It'd be like three dollars and thirty three cents. So three point three. So three point three million. That's how many he has. Yeah. That's how many users he has. So it. Okay. If they all paid six dollars a piece, he would get roughly twenty million dollars. <clears throat> okay. Wow. So, okay. Here, here's the thing: the guy that runs Reddit now. Last thing in the back end of that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. You were coming from the shortfall, not from yeah, the total cost. I was. Um. But the. The guy that now runs Reddit on behalf of Condé Nast, his his name his his everybody calls him Spez. Spez? Spez. Okay. I don't know what his real name is, but he's one of the guys that's, that founded Reddit years ago with Alex Ohanian. They're the two people that kind of started Reddit. Okay. And he came back after Condé Nast bought it to run it. And he apparently has looked at Elon and go, this man's a genius. We need to emulate <laughs> everything he's doing with Twitter. 
and, go get the gasoline find a dumpster and, let's put this in here and get it on fire and i mean literally everything so you know he had this conversation with christian selig where christian was trying to tell him like look obviously i don't mind to give you money but that's ridiculous yeah like that's that's way too much money like that's there's no way you can be serious with that figure like that that that, that there's it it does not cost you that much money does not <clears throat> compute yeah. and uh then the guy tried to go spez tried to go on interviews on like business insider and wall street journal and tell him like oh yeah christian selig's making up all this stuff and he's lying and he's saying we told him 20 million dollars a year please and tell that's me that the, the, the christian guy just held up the little so, napkin and oh, showed him the math and no, goes, he, oh, here he it did, is he it's did right better, here on the napkin he did better than the napkin <laughs> Christian lives in Canada because he's Canadian. Canada is a single party state. Okay. Which means only one party of a conversation needs to give consent in order for a conversation to be recorded. Uh Aha. So he said, well, that's funny. Here's the conversation of me talking to Spez. You can listen and see what he said. Oh. And all the news reporters went, uh, Spez? What he says is right. You're flat out lying. (laughs) <laughs> to us and spez was like uh yeah whatever see ya click <laughs> so so yeah um so but i mean that's what i'm saying when like the literally like he just tried to bully it like, oh yeah that's and that's the thing with these guys with power yeah with, with money they think that they can just tell you anything and right. you're going to believe it because if they say it loud enough and they've got enough dollar bills behind them mm-hmm Anybody, yeah, uh, they can say anything. Yeah, but oh. fortunately, Christian had the wherewithal to record the conversation and then provide that to the reporters. And now they know that, no, he was being accurate. Like, he pleaded. He begged. He tried to work with Spez. And Spez was like, no, 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 that's the best we can do. And then Spez went around on the news and was like, no, Christian was coming out with this ridiculous lowball number, and there's no way. And he's off, he's so he's lying. I never said that price that would make it $20 million a year. That's so far-fetched. We would never do that. That's that's absolutely insane. Until you suddenly get the recording go, oh, yeah, well, here it is. Yeah, here it is. Here's you on tape admitting that that's the lowest price you can manage, and he was just going to have to pay it or tough. Yeah. And so, like, all these so third-party t- apps are now shut down. Okay, so I was going to say, so what was the fallout from all of that then? Riff, Apollo, a, a lot of the big apps, at, uh, well, not yet. As of June 30th, they will no longer be provided. Okay. Like, all those apps will go away. Uh, one of the more immediate things that's happened is uh, because <clears throat> th- this is for API calls in general, not just for apps. And a lot of the moderation that occurs on Reddit is done by bots. Okay. Because yeah. pe- people set up a bot and, 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 and Reddit is not one big thing. It's a bunch of little things. Right. <clears throat> so right. it's bricks in a wall. It's all communities. Right. So every community has their own rules, their own guidelines, their own tolerances, and their own enforcers. Right. Their own moderators. Uh, so these moderators... Again, I will state it again. The tools provided to people by Reddit are garbage. Right. That's why people use other tools. Reddit is not just saying app APIs. They're saying all APIs. This includes the APIs that the bots, that the moderators require to run the site. Reddit is saying you have, to pay, have to pay for, for those, those calls. As well. 
Okay, so now wouldn't wouldn't that immediately though cripple Reddit? Oh, it did. All of these sites that use the bots and the tools and this stuff, they're like, we do this for free. We're not going to pay you for the privilege to make you money. Right. So 300, something like 80% of the top 500 communities <clears throat> shut down. They were just like, bah. So what's the alternative there? There is none. <laughs> there, there is no, there used to be a site called Dig uh, years ago. And Dig had a very similar problem to what is now happening at Reddit and a very similar outcome. Dig doesn't exist anymore. Wow. <clears throat> Reddit is soon to go the way of Dig if they don't rapidly change these policies. And it may already be too late to win the communities back because several of the communities have abandoned ship completely. They have decided that they're going to start hosting their own content somewhere else, but it won't be anything like Reddit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, th they'll have content and a community, but it, it will, the site that whatever they're doing is not, not going to be like, like Reddit at all. Right. And that's probably uh, so, a good thing too. So, but I mean, that's so, you know, there's Reddit. So you got Reddit, you got Twitter, you got, you know, years ago, Facebook, you got TikTok. Uh, what else? We were talking, we, it's a little bit about Insta, but it, Instagram. basically Insta was ba right. is starting to, to push video rather so yeah. more. And we talked about that, I think a little bit yeah, before. a while back. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. So yeah, Instagram has started trying to force people to do video to be more like TikTok. And it's supposed to be a photography site. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like you, you're no you're, matter where you turn in the social media world, there's yeah. like you say, there's either smoke or there's a dumpster fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it just, I mean, I'm doing my best to find alternatives. Uh, like I've got, I've got a, a request in for blue sky. I haven't been approved yet. I just got my approval on T2. We've got the Mastodon. I'm using pixel fed. <clears throat> instead of Instagram these days. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like a Mastodon, but it's dedicated only for photography. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, it's that Instagram kind yeah. of a world. Uh, <clears throat> and one thing I do like about these platforms, especially, um, especially these platforms that I'm listing, um, they're, they're, they use a protocol called activity pub. Okay. And it's a protocol. That's like saying they use the internet or they use something else. It's not owned by anyone. Okay. So it's just an entity that's out there. Well, it's it's just a set of, it's like saying uh, NTSC for your television. Right. Right. It's just, that's the protocol. Yeah. NTSC defines how the signal has to be structured and broadcast so that so the TV that can works play it. for the TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It, nobody owns NTSC. Right. So nobody owns ActivityPub. It's, it's just a definition of how the communication needs to occur. And uh, Mastodon, PixelFed, Blue Sky, they all are adopting ActivityPub. Now, why does that matter? Well, Twitter is owned by Twitter. Right. Their algorithm is owned by Twitter. You cannot post a tweet on Twitter and have it show up anywhere else. Right. It's only on Twitter. <clears throat> ActivityPub is a communication protocol. So I am on a Mastodon server that's hosted by Twit, which is a, a, a podcast studio that I enjoy listening to. 
if you've ever, if you're old enough and you ever watched a, a TV channel back in the day called Tech TV, Tech TV, <laughs> the older guy on there, Leo Laporte, yeah, Twit. When when he left Tech TV, he started this company, Twit. <clears throat> he has been doing technology based podcasts for the last eighteen years. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And and he hosts his own Mastodon server and, and has for years. Like it's Activity Pub's been around for a while. It's yeah. not new. It's it's being much more widely adopted since everything that's gone on with Twitter because it's 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 the same kind of deal. It's meant for short form text communication. You can attach some pictures, but it's not really meant for that. Just like Twitter. I mean right. it, it's it's very Twitter like. It's more complicated than Twitter, it's more technical than Twitter, it's not as easy to use as Twitter because Mastodon isn't one thing. It's a bunch of things that talk to each other. Right. So if, even if I'm on Mastodon, you're on Mastodon, we might not be on the same server. So I can't just at Mr. Ham and find you. Yeah. I have to know what server you're on. So I have to say like at Mr. Ham at two minds podcast, because you're on the two minds podcast server. Right. Right. Well, I'm on the twit server. So I am at Claywell at twit. Yeah. You have to have that second at yeah to tell because you know because I have to not only know who you are but, but where ser- you are what server as well. you're on right yeah. so it makes it a little more confusing it makes it a little more harder to use because I you know on Twitter I can just go on Twitter and at Mr Ham and because everybody is on that one <clears throat> server exactly server yeah uh, so it makes it more simple yeah T uh, two and Blue Sky both have that simplicity yeah T uh, two I don't know what they use for sure. Blue Sky is using ActivityPub 100%. They're modifying it, but they're using ActivityPub. Okay. Uh, so, like, if you have a Blue Sky account, it's it would be, like, at Claywell, at Blue Sky. So, but, and that would be <clears throat> for anyone. Right. So, but, so, like... But I could go I yeah. could go on my Twit account on my Mastodon Twit account and follow somebody on Blue Sky right. and see their posts. Like it would cry, it would come over okay. that I could see their posts. Uh but but Blue Sky itself has its own thing and it's hosting its own server and they're try- Blue Sky is trying to be like the one Mastodon. It's kind of what their goal is. Like okay. they want they want everybody eventually to come to Blue Sky. So they wanted to yeah, okay. <laughs> And then everybody's I, on the I mean, Blue that Sky makes server. Sense. Yeah. But we'll see. That's, Facebook that is, streamlines the server I- issue as far as like not being able to see what's on other servers. Well, but then you run into the problem we have now. Which is? Which is if the company <laughs> changes something, then you're stuck with what the company decides. Right. That's the, pro- that's the problem with it. Um, Facebook is even starting to develop an activity pub integration hmm. so that they can work with and all of this activity pub stuff is known as the Fediverse. It's the federated universe because these sites are all federated. They're all independent sites that can communicate freely with each other and update across the platforms. So they're they're not one thing. It's a federated collection of many things. Right. Uh, which is good, I think, in my opinion. Uh, and so... I think that's a positive way to go. It keeps one maniacal butthead from <laughs> ruining the entire internet. Oh, goodness. We've got a lot of those buttheads out there. You know it? Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, wow. But, Dude, there's... <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I'm hopeful with some of the new technologies I see developing 
uh, I haven't lost all hope for everything else. But yeah, I don't know. This has all been going on, and just watching the internet burn down has been surreal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an excellent word. I was trying to come up with what to call it, but yeah, surreal. Like, I mean, you got all these things that you like, who would have ever thought Twitter would just vanish? And who would have ever thought, you know, Reddit? Hey, I know who. Just go I know who. I know exactly who saw this coming. Oh, yeah? Tom from MySpace. Yeah, he probably did. <laughs> oh, poor Tom. <clears throat> he was everybody's friend at one time, dude. He was. He was. <laughs> he was. Got people begging for my top eight spaces. <clears throat> Y'all don't know. I got no real, but I still wear braces. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, surreal is a good word because yeah. it is, it's, it's these, these are, these things have become so entrenched in community and the way that we, we talk to each other, the way that we um, <clears throat> share information and they are so massive and so big. You're right. It's, it's surreal that, that just to see that they're having this many problems. Right. And, and, and that's what concerns me is that like the information sharing and stuff like that yeah. you're talking about. Like if you get something happening, like what's happening at Twitter where the guy running things is a racist prick. I yeah. mean, let's just be realistic. And so he starts telling the people that write the software, no, 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 no. You need to start telling everybody that black people are causing all these problems. Who's going to stop him, right? Exactly. And then yeah. you've got these people that don't know any better, and they just think, wow, black people are going crazy everywhere. And it's like, yeah, no. That guy's lying to you. People, <clears throat> you know what I mean? People and, don't. People don't. There's a lot of people out there that will not accept that they have been lied to. Oh, I know. And that's, you know, that's a whole other conversation, but... <sighs> Uh, yeah, that's it's, like it's, we, we, we'll not dive into that one today. So, is there anything else that you want to touch on today? I think I'm good, man. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, and then of course, because it has been all over the news for the, this entire week, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Um, tots and pears to the people that went down <laughs> to see Titanic. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was like, kids and fruit? What? Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, really, um, thoughts and prayers for those. Uh, And I know I have seen the memes. I have seen the videos and the the gouges at this. And it's easy to point a finger and kind of chuckle at someone doing something so crazy. But ultimately, those are people, and they have families, and they had a life here. So I want to say, think about at least those people that they leave behind. Even if they made a poor decision, that so, doesn't necessarily mean that the people that 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 are feeling the loss, right? Are, so, so for me, I felt for the families of the people exactly, and I I, I was mocking the people that got on the submarine. Yeah. Until I heard that one story that's getting really really popular right now. Yeah. Uh, the the one billionaire's son that was like, I don't want to go in the submarine. I'm scared. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go down there. Please don't make me go down there. And his dad was like, no, get in the damn boat. Like, have you heard? No, I haven't heard yeah. that one. So like, that must the, be the something kid, too recent. Yeah, it's just come out like late, late yesterday or today, I think. Yeah. Uh, but the kid was 
dead set did not like I, he was terrified yeah please don't make me go down there i don't want to go in the submarine i don't want to do this and his I'm dad scared. made him get in and his dad made him get in the submarine and, and go ended his life yep i just wanted to, to 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 go on on the record and say you know it it's a terrible terrible thing that happened and i feel for the families and i feel for the people that that were you know hurt by this and and please in the future Read the fine print. If you're going to go to see Titanic, make sure that you're going in something that'll bring you back. Yeah. Yeah. For, for <laughs> sure. For sure. But, uh, yeah, man. Uh, I think that's going to about do it for us. Yeah, uh, that, I think that's pretty so. good. Uh, so you can find us all over the place. We're in all kinds of places. We're still on Twitter. Just if you if you reach out for our handle, be careful. It's probably hot. It might burn you. That place is a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's not uh, as bad a dumpster fire as Twitter, though. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, but yeah, you can find us on Twitter. It's at Two Minds Podcast, spelled out T W O M I N D S P O D. And if you do the whole Mastodon thing, yeah, we got one of those. Uh huh. It is M S T D N dot Party. Slash at Two Minds Podcast. Yep, that'll get you our Mastodon page. Yep, uh, you can find us. You can still find us on Facebook. As yep. old as that is, we're still there. <laughs> it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Two Minds Podcast. And that's Tom, our podcast page. Tom from MySpace, if you're still out there, you can subscribe to us. We'll still be your friends. Yeah, man. Um, you we can, always like Tom. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you can send us an email. Uh, yeah. We are on Gmail, two minds podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And then we have our host site, yeah. two minds.podbean.com. Yep. And then you can search for us on any of our mirror sites. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us on there. And uh, yeah, the Podbean site, our hosting, our podcast hosting site, Podbean, has all of our old episodes, all 50 three of them now? I was going to say, this, I think like this, this is 53 or 54, right? Yeah, and this uh, we'll get this edited and uploaded later, so thank y'all. Yeah, awesome. It's been great to see get behind the mic again. Oh my gosh, I missed it so much. <laughs> Me too. I was like, uh, yes, I'm, he's, he, oh crap, he's not home this weekend. <laughs> yes, I'm going to go. Oh, we're going out of town. Yes, he's home. Ah, uh, crap, I got COVID. <laughs> we're never going to get the recording today.